0: This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. All right, let me stop playing. Hey, man, nothing has changed. The Eagles are two and five. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You still got to respect the bird. Real talk, because they can still do some damage. Y'all sleep, but that's okay. The Eagles will be back. They lost by 11, but I felt like they were still in that game. They just had two critical fumbles. It just reminded me of the Cowboys game last year. We were in that, and then those turnovers were crucial. The turnovers and the penalties, this is what bad teams do. But it's okay. Y'all act like they can't improve. They can. Now, I don't know what we're doing with this defense. Now, if people going to respect the bird, we got to get this defense together. We got to stop letting people push us around in the run game. We got to stop giving up, you know, uh, passing yards. I don't know. Our passing defense is inconsistent. Okay, we let Mahomes cook us. We let Derek Carr cook us. We let Dak Prescott. Well, Dak Prescott did all right against us. It was mainly the run that that killed us that game. But Derek Carr put on a hell of a show. Now, what I was thinking, I, I knew that in order to beat the Raiders, what we had to do was... We had to jump on them, and I felt like we had did that at first. It was seven nothing after one. I was like, "Perfect, We're doing what we're supposed to be doing, and then that second quarter happened, and then they scored 17 unanswered. God damn it, they scored 30 unanswered. We didn't score again till the fourth quarter. Man, it was garbage time. It was garbage time like Thursdays in my neighborhood. I mean, come on, man, we need to quit fronting. Because they're going to respect the bird. I promise you, they're going to respect the bird. Because the toughest team we got left, you could argue the Cowboys, but I think it's the Chargers. By the time we get to December and play Cowboys, they, listen, it should be a little bit more film on the Cowboys. They should have a few more losses. Like, by the time we play them at the end of the season, we should be ready for them. And we played them already. Things go the way it should go. Then we'll have something to play for. In this It's not even December. It's January. January 9th, I believe. In Philly against Dallas, we'll have something to play for. It's still there. It's still there. Do I hate the play calling? Yes. Do I hate the defense? Oh, I don't mind the defense. I mean, we still got Fletcher Cox, who he ain't playing as well as he could. We still got Big Play Slay. We still got Hargrave. I wish we had Brandon Graham, but he's out for the season. It's okay. We, we got this. Avante Maddox, he a dog. Steven Nelson. Bro, we got some dogs on this defense. We need to start punching back. And I feel like we can. We ain't going to play no games with him. And the Eagles will come back. This NFC East is hilarious, though. Everyone's two and five, except the Cowboys with five and one. They are running away with their division. But look who we dealing with here—it's the Cowboys. The Cowboys be choking, and they've be, have been choking my entire life outside of the '90s, where I don't remember none of that. I was a kid. I didn't start watching football till like 1998, 99. By then the Cowboys' run was off, and they have, at best, been a second-round exit. Everyone says Super Bowl. I'm just like, come on, man. I I guess I mean they had the offense, the defense. I, I'm not. I'm just not sold on that. I'm I'm really not. I'm just not because what's going to happen when you gotta play? The Packers, whoever comes out of the NFC West, looks like the Cardinals. What's going to happen when you got to play the Cardinals, the Packers? Oh, my God. You got to play the Vikings. They could be a factor. Um, Who else? You play the Rams. What's going to happen when you play all those teams? You're going to have a tough time. Oh, and the Bucs again. Oh, the Bucs killed you. They were just playing. They were killing you. The only reason you was in that game because they was playing with you. It's gonna be tough for you when you get down there. When you get closer to that title, it's gonna be tougher. You might sweep through the NFC East, but at the end of the day, it's still no better than a second round exit. Damn! And the division not even all the way wrapped up. I mean, the Giants. I mean, the Giants. Honestly, man, they had two games where they got blown out. All the other games, very, very tight. They should have for sure won the Washington game and the Atlanta game. The Atlanta game, they dropped the pick in the end zone. and the Washington game, the, you had an offside. Just, just take your pick. You had an offside. You had a dumb holding penalty. And also, you had Slayton who dropped an easy layup for a touchdown. Didn't get any of those. He's talking about the Giants, four and three. The Eagles, you already know. Now, I, there's no way I can lose hope when we got Jalen Hurst at quarterback who can make it happen with his legs and is an underrated passer. Hopefully, the coaches get it together with this play calling. We got some dogs on defense. I don't see. They're not out of it. Washington always in it with that defensive line, um, even though it's the Washington sitcom and. I guess I'm about to talk about them some more in just a minute. That D-line is sick. Got got some dogs up there. You got uh, Chase Young. Montez, Montez Sweat had a hell of a game against the Packers. Ioannidis is underrated and overlooked. I don't know why. He is really good. He had a really good game against the Saints. No one's really talking about that. He had Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne. Man, they can get it going. And, boy, they were chasing around Aaron Rodgers on Sunday. They were chasing around Aaron Rodgers. And on offense, honestly, man, it's kind of the same thing with Jalen Hurts. You got a quarterback that can improvise with his legs, and that's a gamer, and that has heart. And also, you got one of the best receivers in the league. I mean, he definitely won the best in the NFC East. Um Terry McLaurin. You don't got much else. I don't know what they're doing with Curtis Samuel. I don't know what they're doing with Dahomey Brown. But you got McLaurin, and eventually you'll get Logan Thomas back. Not bad. But they loaf it. Because once you get past that D line, that back seven, mm, no. They did play a better game against the Packers, and I was surprised. They manned up, they got physical and they let that D-line rush uh, Aaron Rodgers, and they were putting pressure on him. And they caused a bunch of three and outs after that first possession where the Packers went through him like a hot knife through butter. I thought that's how the whole game was going to go, but it didn't didn't go that way. And Washington was game, and they were moving the ball. But Washington sitcom is going to Washington sitcom. Taylor Heineke. Like, he was running in for a touchdown. Oh, he had, like, 90 some yards rushing. Like, he, he was crazy on the ground. So, he got the ball. Goal line. Untouched in the end zone. This guy decides to die. I was like, okay, that's fine. He really wants it. i would be doing that in flag football. But the funny part is, his knee hit the ground. And because of the dumb NFL rules, honestly, on every level, But the NFL, he's for sure down at the one. But in NFL, it's only like that for quarterbacks. Because, like, once he starts to slide, he's down. It's one of them things to protect the quarterback, but it backfired. And he was down at the one. And then, of course, he didn't get in. He fumbled at the one on fourth down. And it's just hilarious. And then that that fail of a back shoulder fade he tried to throw – when he got back down there at, at the five, i I'm just at a loss for words. <laughs> the Washington sitcom is hilarious. It's kind of like the Eagles when they played the Bucs. The Bucs didn't play their best game. They had a chance to win, and they didn't take advantage of it. Get them out of here. But at the end of the day, uh, the NFC East is running away from the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants. It's running away. But it's not impossible for one of them to emerge. It's not impossible, cause we're dealing with the Cowboys here. But um, it's not impossible, but it's unlikely. It kind of reminds me of. Hopefully, this isn't the result. Kind of reminds me of two thousand four, where the Eagles were so much better than the Cowboys, uh, Washington and Giants. Like, every one of them was six and ten. And the Eagles were 12 and 4. No, they were like 13 and 3. I think they were 13 and 3 and went to the Super Bowl as the number one seed. I hope that doesn't happen here in the NFC. It shouldn't because of the Cardinals and the Rams. They should have better records than the Cowboys and the Packers, too. Uh, Matter of fact, let me check the NFC standings right now. Real quick, real quick. Man, oh my God! Cincinnati and Las Vegas. Oh, this is a four-way topper. First in the AFC: Baltimore, Tennessee, Las Vegas, Cincinnati. Wow. NFC. Let's see. I'm just looking at it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, look, man. Oh Lord Jesus! So the playoffs started today. Minnesota would be in at the seventh spot, three and three. The Eagles are two and five. We're only a game and a half out of the wild card. As bad as we've been blind. You cannot be serious. I'm supposed to be afraid of that. Eagles definitely not out of it. Y'all are tripping. That's a fact. Oh, speaking of the Bengals, I guess they're for real. So I guess this is where LSU greats and Oklahoma greats come together, make a truce. And help save the Cincinnati Bengals. It looks like that's what they're doing. They're five and two. They just blew out the Ravens. They beat the Steelers. And honestly, the way they're playing, I don't know if the I don't think the Browns can beat them this year. It's a head scratcher that they lost to the Bears. I don't know how they lost that game. Like the way they've been playing lately, I I don't know how they lost to the Bears. It had a close game with the Jaguars. I don't understand whatsoever. It's a head scratcher. They destroyed the rape, a- a- and and Yuzoma was just running wide open. You know, you got to stop Jamar Chase. He killed the rape. I guess the Bengals are for real. Will they win the division? Now that remains to be seen. But they're on the one. They're on the right track for at least the wild card. And, you know, for it to be coming together for them that fast is just incredible. You got Burrow and Jamar Chase. You also got Mixon and Piran. Mixon and Piran, remember when they were in the same backfield at OU, you know, Thunder and Lightning, nobody could stop them. I know Texas Tech couldn't. Kansas could never stop them either. Oh, my God. They, They put up records against those guys. Literally. Now they are taking over Cincinnati, and they are doing their thing. And then Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow, I mean, they got every award possible in 2019. Now they're together. And then you got T. Higgins. He was with Clemson. So you put all those guys in one offense, got damn near a a freaking uh, all-decade team, all-decade college football team on, on the Bengals. Man, what? All you missing is Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb and Mark Andrews. But seriously though, man, wow. Okay, I just read this, but Mark Ingram's going back to New Orleans, Saints. What on earth? This dude went around the world and then came right back to where he started. Wow. Wow. But Alvin Kamara's the man now. So, he's clearly going to take a back seat to Kamara. But, you know, he's there. He's going to get his touches. I want to see how that goes. Man, they got Mark Ingram back. That's fire. That made me lose my train of thought. We got to watch out for the Bengals. They improved defensively, they improved on, on the offensive line, they improved defensively, and now they're winning games. I think we all better watch out. And even if they don't get it this year, I think they're going to be a problem for the years to come. If they can keep everyone together and keep improving, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a serious problem. If Baker stays, he's going to have his work cut out for him. And the Steelers, the Steelers really in trouble. I don't know what they're going to do when Big Ben leaves. And I don't know how that defense is going to look either. We'll see, man. We'll see. But now it's time for the Sooner School what the hell what are we doing dog Kansas only beat Kansas by 12 you got everyone hating now you got everyone saying we're the worst undefeated team ever we don't belong in the top 5 Alabama is so much better than us Ohio State is so much better than us Man, whatever. It's just, I just think they're just playing to their competition. Still ain't no. Still ain't no. Ohio State fans can't talk because you just had a murderous roll of freaking Akron, Merlin, Indiana, and in Toledo. Knock it off. You're not that nice. Come on, man. You're not that great. As soon as, see, as soon as you play, see, Michigan State and Penn State, they run the ball and play defense. You might be in trouble. They might keep that offense off the field. So I wouldn't be talking. But anyway, uh, Sooners, wow, what, what was that? 10 nothing. 10 nothing to Kansas at half, or maybe it was 10-3. I don't get it. I don't know why they came out there sleepwalking. It kind of reminded me of, 2013, when we lost to Texas, and then we came into the Kansas game sleepwalking. And Kansas did whatever they wanted. Thankfully, they couldn't pass the ball that game, but this game they could, which made it tougher for us. Uh, that game, thank God, they couldn't pass the ball because we would have been screwed. Came out sleepwalking that game, but Damian Williams destroyed destroyed things, and we won that game. So in this game second half they came out like i knew they would because i pretty much stopped you know looking about the second quarter because i had to ref a game between uh model secondary school which is a school for i think the deaf and dumb and uh this alabama homeschool team called the disciples the disciples won 54 to nothing but while that was going on Oklahoma was struggling with Kansas. And we needed a heads-up miracle play by Caleb Williams to take the ball out of Kennedy Brooks' hands as he was losing forward progress on fourth, and it looked like two, to get that victory. Because if they get the ball back down, I guess, like five to eight points, I I, I wasn't, I forgot, with, you know... Not that much time left in the fourth quarter. Oh, we might have been in trouble. And at home? Oh, man. So glad we got out of that. I don't know why we keep playing so our competition. Tulane, we gave them all that praise, thought they were so good. And it turns out they're 1-6. They just got blasted by SMU and will probably get blasted by Cincinnati, who... Yeah, they had a close game with Navy, but I mean Navy's tough to prepare for. I really wanted to go to that game, but surprise, surprise, I had stuff to do. So I couldn't go. So wow. Boomer Sooner, man. Throughout all of that, throughout all the adversity, throughout all the QB changes and bad defense, we're still 8 and Still 8 and And you mad. Some of you college football fans are mad. You mad because we style them. You'll be okay. You'll be all right. Just knock it off. All the criticism, all the talk, go ahead and talk. Your team probably already lost. I don't want to hear it. And we'll probably lose again. And the Sooners are going to keep winning all the way through the play and you are going to see us in the playoffs again and you going to be big mad. You big mad. And I love it. I love it. Boomer sooner man, let's keep winning. Forget all the haters man. Let's just keep winning. Now speaking of Kansas, speaking of what the heck did I write? I don't know what I, I don't know what I was writing. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um I was just looking at my outline. Anyway, speaking of Kansas, I'm verbally committing to going to Kansas versus Oklahoma basketball in Lawrence. I've been wanting to do that. That's on my bucket list. I'm making preliminary plans to go. It it doesn't look like it's that far from Kansas City, so I'll probably just stay in Kansas City, and I'll just drive out there. Cause you know I like to you know I like to order re- rental cars. Uh, so. It's not set in stone, but I plan to go. I plan to go, and I can't wait. Hopefully, we finally make history. Haven't won at Kansas in basketball since 1993. And when we go to the SEC, we won't get a chance to do it. We won't get a chance to go to Kansas and rewrite history. So we might have two, maybe three more chances Then when we go to SEC, I doubt they invite us back to Kansas, unless it's some damn tournament or something. Or maybe a SEC Big 12 challenge. So yeah. We gotta take advantage. We gotta take advantage of this opportunity. Let's just see what happens. I don't know really what this team look like, but you know, we'll see. Just trust in Porter Moser. But I plan to be there and you know Kansas City slash Lawrence should be fine. Anyway, now let me get off the Sooner Schooner and talk about the Wizards. The Wizards, 2-1. They're playing the Celtics tonight. And honestly, man, the Celtics haven't been looking good. Got beat by the Knicks. Got beat by somebody else. But at the end of the day, can we stop Jason Tatum? The last time we saw the Celtics, Jason Tatum destroyed us for 50. That was without Jalen Brown, too. Now they got, he got Jalen Brown, too. He's back. And uh, we always had a problem stopping Al Horford. So I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen, man. I just know October 30th, whatever happens today, we played him again on October 30th here in D.C. It's going to take a miracle for me to go to that game. The only way I go to that game is someone has free tickets. Because I'm probably I'm probably just going to do lift and just call it a day. Then I'll listen to the game on the radio. And hopefully, we take care of business here in D.C. that day. And hopefully today, too. I would love a sweep of the Celtics. But history shows that that's probably not going to happen. And we don't do well in Boston. I can't remember the last time the Wizards won in Boston. It's going to be hard. Um... Even with Bradley Bill playing tonight, I, I don't know. But my early thought to this team is, I like the balance. No Rui Hachimura. Just imagine what was going to happen with Rui Hachimura. But how much is he going to play with Um, with the emergence of, what's his name? Uh, Trez, Montrezl Hurl. Where where does he play? Where does he fit in the rotation with Trez playing the way he's playing? I mean, that's the thing. That's one thing we just got to find out. Um, But we're deep. We're, we're, We're deep for sure. I mean, man, you got Spencer Dinwiddie, Aaron Holiday, Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill doesn't even have to, like, be a scoring champ on this team. We got pretty good b- Spencer Dinwiddie. He may not be Russell Westbrook, but you know he takes care of the ball and he puts up the solid numbers. We'll be fine. And, and Daniel Gafford, oh my God, great on defense. Um, well, not on, not really, actually, uh, <laughs> not really. But I just like him. He's a pretty good center. I love watching him play. Not sure why he couldn't stop Turner or Sabonis. I mean, at Turner, Miles Turner had 40, 40 and 10 killed us. But, and, and Kuzma's going to jack up his shot. He's going to shoot double digit times a game, which some games will be great. Some games will not be great. And we're going to win him out of the game. If he's going to keep with that nonsense of being inefficient, but Dinwiddie, Bill, Kuzma Harrell. That's what we're looking at. And strong support from Hachimura, Bertans, and um um Daniel Gafford. And then Bertans is starting to do his thing off the bench shooting threes. We got a pretty good, solid team here. But, you know, I saw them against the Nets. Well, no, I was listening on the radio and watched the highlights some highlights. We still have a ways to go. We we're, we're not it's going to be tough to crack that elite echelon of Eastern Conference foes. Uh your your Nets, your Sixers. I mean, it's good that we punished the Raptors. We we had one good quarter against the Raptors and that's all we needed. Well, one excellent quarter and like two good ones. Um that's all we need. But your Sixers, your Celtics, I don't know if you put the Celtics up there. But basically, man, your Sixers, your Nets, your Bucks, maybe the Heat. Um, it's gonna be tough to compete with them, especially seeing them against the Nets. Uh, it's gonna be tough to compete with them, but we got the depth at least. That we got the depth and solid players, which should be enough to beat most teams. This should should be a playoff team. Now, NBA Finals team, I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see how the season develops, but it's, it's not looking good. But other than that, I'm still pretty excited about this team. And, you know, hopefully we, we keep winning. Let's start with beating the Celtics. I would love to sweep the Celtics, but history says that we'll get no more than a split and like it. Hey, let's see what happens. Let's go, Wizards. Now the Caps. The Caps, up and down. Caps, up and down. I thought they was going to start off strong. They're up and down. Um, They had some thriller game in Ottawa. It was a joy to listen to on the radio. They were up 4-1, right? And I thought the game was over. Oshie had two goals. Damn near had a hat trick. I thought the game was over. I turned to the Wizards game. They were getting smoked. So I was like, you know what? Let me turn back, check on the Caps. I'm not kidding. In a span of like 15 minutes... We lost that lead, and it became a game, and and it just went back and forth. And finally, the Caps pulled away at the end, and the score was like 7-5 to five or something. It was insane, that game against Ottawa. Lost in overtime to the Senators, lost in overtime to the Lightning. I guess we are off to a, a pretty good start. Um, Killed the Rangers. I was happy about that. So, you know... I don't know, man. At the end of the day, just just avoid the cap cycle. Just avoid the cap cycle of, you know, doing all this to get home ice and just, just to get upset and go home early in the playoffs. Let's just avoid the cap cycle. Let's ascend this like 2018. Or was it 2017? No, it's 2018. Let's ascend this. Because I don't want no nonsense. I don't want to post the cap cycle graphic again. In a good way. Because it can also go the other way, and we could just bottom out and not make the playoffs. That would suck. But um, I would like it to go the other way and us push to win a title. It's going to be tough, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, But so far, I mean, no clear losses. I I mean, I guess this, this is the cap cycle. This is kind of what happened last year. And then what happened? Bounced in the first round. Didn't even make it to the other team's knees. Um, And Ovi is still scoring goals. I mean, he scored another two goals against Ottawa. TJ Oshi had a hat trick. Man, I'm so thankful to have those guys. They cook. Oshi is going to catch Mr. Gretzky. And hopefully I'm in the house to see. Uh, we'll see. Let's go Caps, baby. Let's go Caps. You already know. All right, before I get to the hypothetical game of the episode, uh, the World Series is trash. For the simple fact that the Braves are already up 1-0, this is bad. This is a cold red. Because this is about as bad as the 2007 giants upsetting the patriots like i didn't mind the patriots losing after being 19 and 0, 18 and 0, but why had to be that team? I mean, why had to be that team that beat them? There's one of there's only two teams that i could not stand beating the patriots in 2007 and one of them won the super bowl. And then they came back And they beat the Patriots in 2012. And we got all this stuff about Eli Manning owning Tom Brady. And it's just so disrespectful. Because Tom Brady is just way better than Eli Manning. Both Hall of Famers. But Tom Brady is just way better. And the Eagles, I mean, don't forget. Eli Manning has a losing record against the Eagles. I just had to let you know. But anyway... The Braves winning the World Series would be just like that. I was hoping that the Dodgers put the hammer down. First of all, let's go back. Let's go back. I was saying all season, the Braves trash. They're not that good. If the Nationals was healthy, they could win the division. The Braves aren't all that. Man, we didn't win a game against the Braves. Not only that, the Phillies were their main challenger. They punished them too. Then they ran away with the division in September. And then after that, they turn around. I didn't think they would beat the Brewers because, once again, I thought they weren't that good. And they didn't have Ronald Acuna. But they turn around, and they beat the Brewers 3-1. They won three straight after dropping game one. Then they turn around, go up three run against the Dodgers again. I didn't think they could do that two years in a row, especially this year. When the Dodgers got better and the Braves got slightly worse, I didn't think it would be deja vu, but it was deja vu. Except this time, the Braves closed it out in six, and I was sick. I was like, I cannot believe this. And then the Astros won two. Um, I'm not really that fond of the Astros for obvious reasons. But... I dislike the Braves so much. I want the Astros to win the World Series. On God. And I want Dusty Baker to get one, man. He knocking on the door all these years. Came one game away with the Giants. Back when I really liked them, they had Barry Bonds. And then um, with the Nationals, we had a few good teams that could have went all the way. We just choked. But it's all good. Dusty Baker has rose again. But hopefully, we can bury the Braves. And just like the Mets in 2015, hopefully, this is the peak of this team, this Freddie Freeman, Ronald Acuna, Albies era of the Braves. Hopefully, this is the peak and it's all downhill from there because I'm tired of these guys. I can't stand them. And hopefully the Astros win because I'm sick of the Braves. They can't win nothing. We'll see what happens, though, man. Let's go, Astros. They play again today. Hopefully the Astros' bats wake up. They got some serious offensive talent. I don't know what they were doing yesterday. And the starter went out. Are you serious, bro? You got to be kidding. Man, you... This World Series is blowing me, man. Astros, if you got anything left, you got to put it all out there. We can't have the Braves winning the World Series. If that happens, I'm just going to have to pretend that the 2021 season didn't happen. It would be a literal nightmare. Let's just see what happens, man. Let's just see what happens. But anyway, (laughs) you already know. It's time for... The hypothetical game of the episode. Aye, 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 aye. Before I get into the hypothetical game of the episode, I must mention D29. Man, what is going on? They played a Red Bull tonight, you gotta add that one. The, those, those are rivals. But I went to the New England game, a game I've hyped up for months. I was like, "We going to get them. We in DC. They the best team in the league. We going to get them." Man, we lost. They pulled the wool over my eyes again. Just like just like in Foxborough. We were up 1-0. And then just New England just went to another level. Just, they was just They were just a whole nother speed. They were just past our defenders, getting so many opportunities. It turned into a track meet, and we couldn't win a track meet. It got the 2-1 right. Okay, we let some header go. Okay. Then, you know, another shot from outside of the box goes into the net. Okay, whatever. That third one, oh, man, I was like, you know what? I can't take this no more. But credit to D.C., just like the game in Foxborough, they score a goal to kind of make it interesting, but then nothing. And then we lost. So that was a disappointment. Then they turn around. If that wasn't enough, they turn around. They get down 4 nothing to New York City at halftime in New York City. And then they lose that game 6 Nothing. What are we doing, man? Are we a playoff team or not? I like our forwards. I like uh, Kamar. I like uh, that number 19 kid, Roberta. I think that's his name is. Yeah, you know, of course, Bill Bill Amid is an OG. But, man, oh, man, are we a playoff team or not? Anyway, now we got to get back to the hypothetical game of the episode. Tournament, tournament. Still in the first round. Still in the first round. So, what we got uh, the next first round matchup is the Sooner Softball team, the number three seed against the Columbus Crew in a game of dodgeball. So, for Sooner Softball, you got Jocelyn Allo, Kenzie Hansen, Mackenzie Donahue, Nicole May. Jada Coleman, Tier Jennings, Jana Johns. Only using seven. I could use as many as nine, but you know, I just decided to use seven, so that's what I went with. Columbus Crew. You got Zardis, Etienne Jr., Solarian? I think that's what his name is. Santos, Nogby, the captain, Hairston in the goalie room. He's probably the backup goalie. I don't know Columbus that well. But that's what we got for both teams. So here we go. Winner gets to face uh, in the next round the winner of Houston Dash and Tampa Bay Lightning in a game that's undetermined as of now. Oh, capture the flag. Yeah, they're playing capture the flag. And the winner, Wolf, I'll figure out what they're going to play, the winner of those two games. So anyway, here we go. So to start off with, Zardes gets Aloe on the backside, just a laser. Caught Jocelyn Aloe trying to pick up a ball, drilled her in the backside. Uh, Donahue got Santos. Hansen caught a throw from Zalarian. Then caught one from Rome. got two people out just like that. Nogby got Jana Johns. In the stomach. Easy money. Zardes jump dodges a throw in a great display of athleticism. Dodges a Jump dodges a throw from Jada Coleman and then catches Nicole May's throw. Now, Nicole May is out. Jada Coleman and Tierra Jennings, they do a high-low action on Zardes. Jada throws high and Tierra throws low. Uh, one of the balls get him. So Zardes is out. They try to do the same on Harrison, but he catches one and dodges the other. And Tierra's out. He caught Tierra's throw. So McKenzie gets out Etienne Jr. Then now it is Kenzie McKenzie. Kenzie McKenzie. <laughs> That's funny. And Jada Coleman versus Harrison and Nogby. So, Harrison makes an amazing diving catch inbounds to get Kenzie out. But as he was trying to get up, he gets tagged by uh, McKenzie Donahue. Donahue and Coleman are left against Nogby. Uh, yeah, it's just Nogby. So, here we go. Here we go Nogby versus Donahue and Coleman. So they both try to the hollow. They miss. They both miss their throws on Nogby. He comes back running and fires one that hits Jada Coleman in the leg. So now it's McKenzie and Nogby facing off for the right to go to the next round. Nogby misses high. McKenzie misses wide left. McKenzie grabbed the ball, knocks away Nogby's f- first attempt. But he tries she tries to knock away another one of his throws, but she slips and drops the ball. And she is out. So the Columbus crew win and they will advance to face the winner of Houston Dash versus Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> uh, sorry for my sooners, but you know, it's just how the cookie crumbles. How the random.org cookie crumbled. <laughs> but you know, they lost. They didn't have enough, so they lost. Um, so there you go. That's the hypothetical game of the episode and the end of the episode, so you already know that I'm out. Peace. Psych, I lied. You know, I almost forgot. But thanks to Derrick Henry for coming through late in the midnight hour. To beat my good friend Zach and to bring my goat level OG team, the most important team, the one that's in the uh, league with my college friends, to six and one. Now, quick, okay, quick uh, scan through my fantasy teams as of now. So, okay, so I didn't update it, but goat level OG, six and one. Simply Great is 5-2. Goat Level 3 is 5-2. Goat Level Heroes 2 is 5-2. And, and they only lost by 5. It's 4-3 now. They only lost by 5. I'm devastated. They should have won that. If I had got some more from certain individuals, I would have been fine. Goat over Sheep, 5-2. And, and leading that league. Washington sitcom... Finally putting a hammer down on these dumb and active people. And they improved the three and three and easy money. I mean, it's another bad Saquon led team. They're on seven. And I don't think they're gonna win a game. And but that's fine because all my other teams are pretty good. So I'm gonna be okay at the end of the day. So anyway, I'm out for real, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Goat Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.